Conversations on Economic Opportunity, produced by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public private academic partnership that's creating economic activity and prosperity in the Ann Arbor region. Innovative businesses and leaders are what make Ann Arbor a destination for startups and growing global businesses. By sharing their stories, they share what makes this region stand out for the exceptional schools, abundant parks, amazing community services that all contribute to our quality of life. Conversations on economic opportunity are a way to spotlight those who are helping this region thrive. Joining me today is Len Gauger, CEO of Messenger Box. Um, so thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great. Well, we're excited about Message Block's uh, growth and evolution, and I think one of the things that's just happened is that you are uh, moving into some new office space uh, yeah. in downtown Ann Arbor, and you've been with us um, in the Spark Central Incubator for a while. So, what's it like uh, to move out of that that environment into your new your new digs? Um, well, I mean, I started out with an idea at Ann Arbor Spark. That's, that's where I started the company. That's where I founded the company. Um, I sat down and talked to Bill when I was first just coming up with the actual beta for the product. So it was kind of a hard transition. Um, just, you know, the emotional attachment sure. of, of getting to be there every day yeah, and yeah. knowing everyone there yeah, and just yeah. being so involved for, well, for, for almost five years. Yeah. Um, but it, it's also been very exciting um, to move and actually take our own space and kind of put our own um, you know, flag on mm -hmm. the map, on, mm -hmm. you know, here in uh, downtown Ann Arbor. Um, but beyond that, I mean, it's it's just been exciting. It's been a, a whole whole bunch of things because you don't realize all of the the things that Spark actually provides every right. single day to you. Right. Like you know, the, for instance, garbage. Yeah, yeah. You know, things like that. We never had to think about sure. those things before, or um, keeping the office clean. Those mm -hmm. are all things that Ann Arbor Spark took care of. Um, not to mention all the resources and things like that that we received there. So you mentioned you mentioned like you started from an idea. A couple of things I want to you know tag into in, in what you just described. So how many folks do you have working with you now? So when we left Ann Arbor Spark, we were at five. Now we're at ten. Okay. Um, so yeah. So like one of the things we tag in there is is that that's the way um, people don't perceive it this way, but startups tend to have more like exponential growth uh, than. Uh, um, you know, you might find it in another company. You know what I say when I say that is so. If we have an employer that has 800 uh, employees uh, here in town, let's say a company like uh, Watson Analytics, they uh, add nine people. Mm -hmm. um, okay, that's not as a big of a deal. But for small companies and lots of small companies, adding that many people, that's a really significant increase. So that's that's. Congratulations, and that well, means that there, yeah, there's. We'll talk about that in a little bit. There's, there's revenue, there's company, there's all that. The other thing I want to tell the, just the audience: the bill that was mentioned is Bill Mayer. He's oh, our. Sorry. That's okay. That's his senior, <laughs> our uh, our vice president for entrepreneurial services, who runs the accelerator, uh, the, the the Spark Central Innovation Center is the the full name that we use. And I think the other thing I want to tag into is is that it, you've you've honed in on uh, in your experience. Uh, something that, that we do that's different, and that is um, many times the accelerators around the country um, are looking for quick uh, growth and uh, immediate, and I'm talking about for the people that run the accelerator, immediate gratification in terms of that startup is, is grown and is acquired or done whatever. 
and the approach that we take with the, ours is that we are willing to work with and be patient and assist a company over time. And we've had numbers of instances where that may have taken a while, but once we get to a certain inflection point, then then the company uh, has the opportunity for significant growth. So that's I just wanted to tag into that because oh, when, when you when you mentioned well we've been in the facility for as long as you have. Um, in other business models, uh, they will say, oh, well, you've, you've, you would have been out of that facility long, long time before. But when we see a promising company, we're, we're willing to spend the time and energy to try to grow them. So I, those are a couple, out of the few things yeah. you said, those are a couple of things I wanted to highlight. Well, and that's something that's been ab absolutely, um, well, uh, any other way to put it, that's the only reason we're still here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's taken four years. I'm a first-time entrepreneur myself, right. so first-time founder, um, single founder, yeah. and there was a lot of learning that I had to yeah. do and a lot of hard lessons that I had to learn while we were going through the evolution of our product to, you know, get the proper product market fit, mm -hmm. you know, attract the right team, and and all of those things take time. Mm -hmm. um, and they, you know, there's many many things that we could have done different, but we had to learn those lessons sure. as we went through them. Sure. Um, so, but we wouldn't, we would not be in this position. I wouldn't be where I am today without the support of Ann Arbor Spark, Bill Mayer, and, and everyone else that was involved. Well, let's talk about the product. So, yeah. it's you, you, for the folks that are listening in, uh, Message Blocks has evolved significantly since your original idea. So, tell us a little bit about uh, how your services have changed in the last few years and why. And in that context, you know, really tell us about what your product offering is is now. Um, so when Message Blocks started um, long ago, our main focus and predominant um, product was a agenda builder, where a team or an organization of event organizers, event planners, or event managers could organize an agenda, an internal agenda. So just something very, very simple, straightforward for a team. Um, we got our, our our beta product out there, and people started looking at things, saying, "Well, we want, we'd like to see registration. We'd like to see something for our attendees." And mm -hmm. it, it continued to evolve that way. Um, so, it essentially, was initially conceived as sort of a a conference planning tool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I, I I came from the conference planning okay. and hospitality um, uh, market industry before that, and I just always had this product that I wanted, but I just never could find anywhere. We tried doing a bunch of different things, and it just it didn't pan out. So I set out and did that. And um, one of the the key differentiators for us that we've continued to support throughout our um, our journey has been this this idea of connecting with planning teams and organizations, and and looking at ourselves as a technology that supports portions of the things that they're doing to save them time. Um, and you know, as we continue to develop, as we continue to evolve, we started to notice that. It's okay that we don't solve 100% of the problems, but if we can save a team or an organization, a nonprofit association, 30% of their time that they were doing other things, that's a that that ends up to a lot of time and cost savings mm -hmm. for that organization. Sure. Um, so we continued to evolve with that and really paid attention to the market, did our due diligence, um, tons of market research, and and a lot of feedback, discovery interviews, and things like that through through my experience at Ann Arbor Spark with the boot camp mm -hmm. and things like that, um, that really showed us that we need to be listening. We need to be paying attention to the teams and, and continuing, no matter what we do, support those teams mm -hmm. and what, what they're trying to accomplish, not just try to put technology in front of them. Um, and, and now we're 
to the point where we feel that we've we've contributed a ton of value to those that planning team and those planning team members but there's there's their audience that that come to their mm -hmm. events their summits whatever type of thing they're organizing that that want to get something out of this they're there for a reason and and for us what we noticed is that there, there's things like event apps out there and you know all these fun things you can do but there's nothing that really provides data back to you the organizing team from the attendees without them having to fill out a survey um, so that's where we're, we're evolving into now what we call the attendee facing experience okay. of um, of the events and and initiatives that occur so in in that evolution one of the things I know that uh, has been shared with me is that you are going through sort of a rebranding exercise which is sort of a I guess a visible sign about that evolution what's the what's the shift in sort of your branding that you're making and I, I, I go back again to the idea of personality personal nature of technology so our, our focus is to continue to provide a way for people to communicate and connect directly, but allowing the organization teams to have the information that they need mm -hmm. in order to provide the attendees a better experience. Mm -hmm. So um, while you know we came up with the the, the the name message blocks four years ago, whether it fit or didn't fit, um, we went through a whole rebranding process where we brought in some some outs, outside organizations here in Michigan. We were, we're totally mm -hmm. Michigan-based, mm -hmm. employee complete Michigan um, at this point. Um, and, and really work with contractors in Michigan to, to work with us on not just understanding what's underneath the hood, but being able to stand back from the car and understand the beauty of the machine. Mm -hmm. um, not just you know, the oil that's, mm -hmm. that's running mm -hmm. the machine. So um, we're making a transition to allowing people to connect, learn, explore, and in the end grow mm -hmm. because of these opportunities that are being created in the system. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really kind of what the, the rebrand has to do with, away from something like message blocks that could be conceived as a, a messaging app or a message blocking app, right. um, which we've had a lot in the past, to um, a connection space for people, a place for people to come together, learn, explore, and grow. Well, one of the exciting things that's happened recently, I think, for the company is that uh, you've got a contract uh, mm -hmm. with the Michigan Economic Development Corporation uh, which is the premier uh, entity in the state involved in economic development. And my understanding is the contract is to help support uh, their work um, mm -hmm. at the North American International Auto Show, which uh, lots of people in the listening audience know what that is. But it, what it is is a, a, a matchmaking uh, mm -hmm. type of technology. Tell us a little bit more about that. So it goes back to that connection part mm -hmm. and connecting people. Um, and allowing organizations that should speak to someone have the opportunity to connect with them directly. Okay. Um, but also with the, um, the privacy that, that would be expected if you were speaking to a, a high-level um, executive or okay. a procurement officer um, within an organization. So um, on top of that, working with the Economic Development Corporation and all the other entities involved in the Automobility Summit to match up um, what will be, um, in, uh, they've had a couple press releases out about it already, uh, matching startups with um, OEMs, automotive okay. companies, um, and venture capitalists okay. to really learn and understand about what's going on with the automa automation okay. of automobiles. Okay. So is it, is it a, an approach where, um, the, let's say you're a startup and you um, are um, 
putting into your system what they're working on, right? And sort of an availability to meet with OEMs or suppliers or whomever are attending and or and or venture capitalists. And at the same time, um, the uh, those entities are looking into the system and saying, "Oh, well, okay, this one, this company is is making themselves available. I'd like to meet with them." And uh, it, inside the conference format, creates that that appointment. And exactly. is, is that what it is? Um, and there there is um, with the way that the technology works is there's the ability for. Um, specific individuals to match people up, set up appointments, but also with our technology, um, you can actually set up those appointments by yourselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you can do it both from the, the app as mm -hmm. well as through mm -hmm. the form intake process mm -hmm. um, where the matchmakings mm -hmm. are created. Mm -hmm. um, but also doing it in a way where um, things can happen on the fly and in right. real time. Right. So if an appointment is canceled or um, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. um, uh, a venture capitalist or an automotive company can't make it, they have the ability to change schedules and send real-time notifications right. just to make sure that everyone is getting the most out of their experience. Sure. And, uh, and, and that is, I think, a, a very important part of that because uh, uh, to make it, make it uh, a much more efficient and effective um, process when you attend one of these events because sometimes they can be quite large um, if, if in the past without this kind of connectivity, if you want to describe it that way, it would be sort of random chance or you'd have to go through um, a lot of inquiry to find out if somebody's going to be at a meeting, what their availability is and all that. And so this, this sounds like a very uh, important um, kind of tool to really make the conference experience um, you know, much more productive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the, um the, the unveiling or the official kickoff, I believe, is the beginning of October. Okay. I think it's October 2nd. So startups are definitely welcome to fill out the entry form, um, which will be powered by message blocks. Mm -hmm. um, on, on the actual NACE Auto, um, Auto Show website. Um, so if you go to the website and click on Automobility Summit, there's an entry form there okay. um, where the startup can actually fill out the, the information and um, have their their startup considered for appointments, okay. so they can yeah. actually meet one on one yeah. at the auto show. Yeah, that's very cool, and I think that's one of the things that we do know that lots lots of large companies. One of the ways that they're um, creating innovation inside their very large company is by this reaching out and identifying startups and early stage companies that have some innovation that is developed that's applicable to that company. So it really sounds like a really great innovation and, and we'll look forward to hearing about how the tool works um, oh, as, yeah. as you uh, engage with the, with the uh, auto show in January. So you know one of the things you've already mentioned um, sort of the, the assistance that we've provided. So uh, I guess I want to have you maybe share a little bit more about um, you're start, how, you've been able to start up and grow fairly quickly in Ann Arbor. And so not so much focused on sort of how Spark was helpful, but what about being in Ann Arbor and in this location? What other things were important uh, to you as, as you were growing the company? Um, for, for us um, in particular, one of the most important parts of being in Ann Arbor has been the people. Um, 
message blocks was started because it was about people. It was about you know creating opportunity, and obviously we've evolved, but we still focus on that: explore, learn, and grow, and to find opportunities. Um, so being able to find just amazing individuals mm -hmm. um, with the understanding of how technology works and where technology is going, um, and there are there are many people in here in Ann Arbor that are just looking for opportunity that just you know didn't have the opportunity mm -hmm. at the time. Um, so being located in, in Ann Arbor has really helped us find the right people for the right positions, um, as well as, um, you know, through our, our experience at Spark, having a place to be located, um, having the identity of being in Ann Arbor. Um, I, you know this mm -hmm. more than I, um, about the, 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 this transition to autonomous vehicles and how it's just so focused here in Ann Arbor because this is where the people are mm -hmm. that are doing like the, the real cutting edge things. Mm -hmm. And seeing signs like the, the Automobility Summit or the Auto Show wanting to incorporate earlier and earlier, earlier stage companies is a huge, it's a very good sign for the city mm -hmm. of Ann Arbor. Um, but also just kind of points out again, Ann Arbor is where things are happening mm -hmm. and it's all organic and it's, and it's about you know, the, the main reason I joined Spark and came to Ann Arbor is this ecosystem is about growing companies. You know, obviously you need revenue to support your company, you need revenue to grow, you need revenue to have team members to contribute and, and build this, mm -hmm. um, this thing that we're doing. Um, and we just, we wouldn't be able to do it without the city. Well, so closing out, the great, great conversation. Um, one of the things we always like to do with folks like you who've had this, entrepreneurial experience. Um, you can't tell everybody all the lessons you've learned, but um, what advice What advice do you have for other entrepreneurs um, who may have be in the same situation you were in with an idea? Uh, what's some, what's some uh, pieces of advice you can share with them? Uh, well, whether it's good advice or not, um, someone shared with me a while ago, and it's it's kind of what's gotten us and our team through many of the hard times, uh, you know, on the roller coaster, um, and something that um, that I I see people having conversations about more often than not is that um, instead of starting a company and looking for investment or venture capital or things like that, let the work your company is doing and the amazing things that you're doing result in funds coming into your organization mm. instead of the other way around. Um, and do as much as you can on your own to learn as much as you can before you start to participate in those types of conversations. Mm -hmm. So the notion is, and I, I, I'm sort of channeling those of who listen, who uh, watch the, the satirical Silicon Valley show, one of the <laughs> things that the one lead character, the founder, talks about is he always wants to let the tech talk. Uh, in, in other sure. words, <laughs> then, then, then uh, sort of the, the hype side of, right. of, of uh, attracting capital. And I think that's part of, part of that's why I think I don't want to describe what we do with our accelerator here as sort of a safe space, but part of what we try to do is create an environment where um, what the company is really trying to do is 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 what we're nurturing, and and while a lot of folks talk about you know differentiation of availability of capital in different parts of the country or different parts of the world for early stage companies, the thing we found is that if you have a really good company 
uh, with a really good idea, um, you'll get the capital. Um, that you know, there's this. Oh well, we don't have enough venture capital. Well, that may there may be that case from time to time. But if it's a really good idea, um, it will it will find the capital. So we're we're about building that really good idea and that really good team, and then we think that. Um, that capital raise part of it will take care of itself. So I think yeah. that's something you're you're kind of agreeing with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So anything else that that, you, that uh, comes to mind about uh, uh, a piece of wisdom that you want to impart to anybody who's uh, beginning oh, this yeah. journey? <laughs> we could talk for hours about the things that I've done wrong. Okay. But I mean, you know, it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Just bounce back, yeah. and don't let that to be be the defining moment of. Your, your company or your vision is just keep going as long as you can. Yeah. Well, Len, thanks for coming in and congratulations on your success. And uh, uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, uh, the rollout of this, this uh, matchmaking component. At the, at the, as you said, there's this, this sub, I guess I wouldn't call it a sub, probably sub, but it's a, a new kind of part of the North American Auto uh, uh, show, which is this. Uh, uh, ability for early stage companies to showcase uh, their ideas and technology and uh, we'll be anxious to see how how it works and uh, uh, hear from you uh, after after sometime after the first of the year oh absolutely I'm yeah great great we may even sign up because maybe some of those startup companies want to talk to us so there's yeah. also that feature to it um, so again thanks for coming in congratulations on your success and we'll look forward to checking in in the future thank you Thank you for listening to Conversations on Economic Opportunity. We hope you'll like and share the content you heard today. For additional podcasts and information about Spark, visit annarborusa.org.